Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be A Better Baddie. My name is Quanisha, and I am your host, coach, teacher, and fellow baddie. Today, we're going to be talking about goals again. Research tells us that only 9% of folks who set New Year's resolutions actually achieve them. 23% of them quit their goals by the end of the first week in January, and 43% quit by the end of January. So all the statistics are telling us that all of us who set goals for January are not going to achieve them. Only the top 9% will. Well, the purpose of me talking about goals all this January is to help you be a part of that 9% and hopefully expand that 9% to something bigger because I think that everyone should be able to achieve their resolutions and their goals that they do want. So with that being said, today we're going to be talking about some strategies that you can implement to achieve your goals because the newness in the novelty of January eventually is going to wear off. So let's jump into number one. Number one is any health-related goals that you have should be prioritized. If you set any health goals, meaning nutrition, working out, sleeping more, these goals should be prioritized because they're ultimately going to put you in the right state to achieve the rest of your goals. And they're also going to put you in a more disciplined state of mind to give you the momentum to push forward with your goals. If you've ever focused on your health and fitness for a period of time, you know that there is this sort of feeling you get, a jolt of confidence, I'll say, that you get when you are focusing on your health and you know you're doing the right thing and feeding your body and your brain all of the right things so that it can be optimized. When you're prioritizing your health, you're going to feel A1 with everything else that you do and it's ultimately going to make you feel unstoppable. So right now, my health and priorities, if you know about my baddie goal grid, I'll put a screenshot of it. But with my baddie goal grid, I'm not actively working on my health and fitness goals, but it is still something that I prioritize every single day because I know when I eat the right thing, I know when I do move my body, I feel a million times better and I'm able to focus more on the other tasks. So just to name a few more benefits of you focusing on your health, your life satisfaction increases, your confidence goes up, you have more mental clarity, you are more resilient. I don't need to go on, right? You know the benefits of exercise, look it up and do it. When you have all of these good things going on for yourself in terms of your health, you are going to feel like that when you are going after all of your other goals. So Prioritize your health. If if health is one of your goals or even if not, prioritize it first and foremost. Number two is going to be be grateful for the progress that you do make. You've probably heard me say this before, but happy girls are grateful and grateful girls are happy. The science proves it. There is no way possible that you can be show gratitude for something or someone and not be happy. When I think back to my gratitude series that I did a couple of months ago, I seen my own happiness increase because I was being more intentional. I had read more of the research about gratitude. So I was fully immersed in this grateful state. In terms of your goals, when you are working towards your goals and you make progress towards it, show gratitude for yourself because the little things that you do are going to add up to the big steps that you want to take. Showing gratitude for yourself, of course, is going to make you happy. And it's going to make you want to continue pursuing your goals and give you more of that momentum. Another thing that expressing your gratitude is going to do is increase your patience. You have to be patient. I don't care what goal you set. It's going to take you a minute to hit that goal, right? So one of my goals, and I keep talking about this goal, but it's to play tennis, right? 
I want to get better at tennis. And I purposefully kept the goal very general because it's more of a dream more so than a concrete goal. So play tennis. I have to be grateful for every time that I do get the chance to play because every time I do play, I'm getting better. And I also have to be patient because I'm trying to develop a new skill. So I'm not going to be perfect the by March. I'm not. And that's that's just it. And showing gratitude for my process and my progress is going to keep me motivated and keep me wanting to work towards this goal even more. When you express gratitude for your process, you develop more patience and ultimately your stress levels go down. Who wants to try to achieve something that stresses them out? Right? Even thinking about weight loss. If you aren't patient with losing weight or expressing gratitude for just moving your body and making the right food decisions, you're not going to lose weight because you're not enjoying the process and you are wanting to rush it. So show gratitude. And number three is get rid of some goals. Sometimes less is more. You, Some of you have like 20 goals that you want to work on. Sis, that's, that's a little too much. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. So I get it. You were super excited when you set your goals. You're writing them down. You're thinking about, oh, I want to be this new person in 2024. I want to be the most elevated version of myself in 2024. I love that for you. But if you overdo it, it's going to be too much and you're not going to achieve all of that. You should not be working on 20 goals at one time. Narrow it down. And especially for me, the way I'm working on my goals is I have big goals, right? But I've set them into milestones. So all the goals that I set for 2024, I'm not even touching all of them in January. Some of them, I know I for a fact, will not start thinking about them until like June or something like that. So really think about the quality of the goals that you have and what you want to prioritize and what you should prioritize. So this will require require you to kind of just sit down with yourself and think, why did I set this goal? And you should have your why, right? Why is it important for you to achieve this particular thing? Going back to your why is going to help you decide what you're going to work on first and what you want to prioritize. Along with the why, you want to think about the quality of said goal. So how will this goal increase the quality of your life? I don't care if you have the best time management skills in the world. I think I'm the queen of time management, but I know when too much is too much. And you also need to know when too much is too much. We don't have unlimited time and unlimited energy. So it's really important for you to really Pick and choose how you want to allocate these precious resources of your time and your energy. So I want to go back to quality versus quantity. Instead of having a higher quantity of goals, you want to focus on a better, a higher quality of goals. So how will this particular goal bring value to your life? And not only the end process, right? Not only the end of the goal, but the actual process of working to the goal working towards the goal. How is that going to bring value to your life? I know you all are tired of hearing me talk about tennis. So I'll tell you about another one of my goals. And I'll tell you why I'm not telling you all of my goals later in the video. One of my other goals is to really invest in the friendships I already have. In the past, I've set goals to set out and make new friends. But I really sat and I thought about that. And I was like, by me saying I want to go out and make new friends does that mean I, what am I going to do with my old friends right because 
honestly, we have limited time. I said it earlier, limited time, limited energy, precious resources that need to be reserved. And I sat and I thought, I'm like, okay, while I'm not saying I'm not open to new friends, I'm not making it a goal to do so. However, I think that investing in the relationships, in the budding friendships that I already have would be a better use of my time. I, don't, I want to put on more lip gloss, which is why I have this. But I've set a goal for that. Now, how is that going to imp- I think that this is a high quality goal, right? Because research shows us how important it is to have a community, a tribe around you. And who doesn't want to live longer and live a high quality life? Like I do. So I know that this is a goal that is a quality one rather than me literally trying to increase the quantity of friends. The last part I'll add about having too many goals is the fact that Having too many goals, if you're doing it the right way, right, it's going to require you to do way too much planning. Over planning of your life is going to set you up for failure because ultimately life is going to happen. So when you have so many things crowded on your schedule, so many things that you want to work on, when you don't get the chance to work on those because life happens, then what? Also, leave some space in life. Like, I feel like I want to also say this. I know I talk a lot about goals and This entire video is about how to achieve your goals, but your entire life can't be revolved around trying to reach the next level. You have to save some time in your life to really enjoy the fruits of your labor because where you are right now is a result of previous goals that you set. Where I am right now in my life is a direct result of a goal that I set in the past and I've achieved it. So Why wouldn't I sit and enjoy the fruits of my labor before I go and set the next set of goals? So really do also think about that when you are setting so many goals. Don't be in such a rush to overhaul your entire life. Just just stop and smell the roses. So I had to turn on my ring light because um, it's getting dark. So let's go into our next strategy to achieve our goals. Stop planning so far ahead. So this kind of relates to the last one. Stop planning so many steps in advance. Just plan your next few steps. Achieve that. Get to that next milestone. Then plan again. I highly, highly recommend you break down your goals into smaller steps. Take the big goal that you want to achieve and then scaffold it into smaller milestones that you can work towards. I think that this works for money, right? So money goals where it's like, I want to save $10,000 by the end of the year. So it's you plan out how much you're going to save for each part of the year. That works. You can do that for money, but that does not, that rule does not apply to every type of goal that you say can't. When you try to over plan every part of your goal, you're going to overwhelm yourself. You're going to burn out. You're going to be discouraged. You won't want to work on it anymore. You're going to put more energy into planning the goal than actually working towards it. So just just chill. I know you're excited. And the way that I've done this is to take my goals again and month by month, I'm going to set a plan to achieve it. So right now I know what my big goal is. All I know is what I'm going to do for January because I can't tell you what I'm going to do in February or March towards my goal. And you know why? Because whatever I achieve in January, it's going to help me plan for February. So going back to my example of tennis, I know that I want to 
be a better tennis player by the end of the year, ultimately probably play in a game with someone. And right now for January, all I have is play tennis four times. It's very broad, right? What does that mean? Because I'm not playing a full game right now because I don't know how to. But just me going to the tennis courts, playing, getting used to hitting the ball back and forth. And I have to get into the habit of doing that. Right now, tennis is a very sporadic thing for me. It's like, oh, I want to go play tennis. Let's go do it. But I want to get more into the this is a planned thing and I am doing it and I'm setting time aside to do it. That's what step one is for me, right? Get in there, make it a regular part. Depending on what I work on in January, whatever comes up for me by me making it a more consistent part of my life, then in February, I know I'll probably want to focus on something. I know that I need to start incorporating more drills. So I've started following people on Instagram that show drills. So maybe my goal in February is building on that, right? I play tennis four times. Before each time I play tennis, I do these drills. I do that. March, I'm going to add on to something. So Use the time that you are working towards your goals. You're not a you're not a robot. So use the time that you do have working towards your goals to develop the plan. There's no need to plan out the entire year. So instead of planning out your entire year, think about what your next one to two steps will be. Execute, reflect, plan again. The next strategy for you to achieve your goals is to review and reflect on your goals frequently. So I'm going to go back to money so that we can get like a base understanding of the concept and then think about how you can apply it to other aspects of your life. When I was getting ready to buy a house, I would frequently monitor my credit score. I would look at my savings account. So I was very hyper conscious of my finances because I knew I was getting ready to spend a big chunk of change. I wanted to make sure I was always aware of the numbers. I wanted to make sure that nothing was going on. I wanted to make sure everything was great, right? So those frequent check-ins made me feel prepared. Once it came time to sign the, the dotted line, I knew I was ready because I had been reviewing and reflecting on my goal up until that point. So constantly reminding myself of the goal made me more cognizant of it and kept me on my toes, essentially. So think about all of your other goals that you've set. By now, you've shortened your goals, right? You really have just the quality goals that you're working towards. You've kind of planned your next one to two steps. So looking at your goals frequently, just literally looking at the word, I find is going to help you process it even more. So I still look at goals that I've already planned for this year. And I'm like, hmm, is this goal really something I want to do? Because you probably don't even want to pursue the goal anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you also don't remind yourself of the goal, sometimes you just forget about it, especially if it's not something that is a part of your everyday life and a part of your routine already. In a way, you're also building up your mental fortitude to complete these tasks because you're enhancing your commitment and your motivation to achieve this goal. Reviewing your goals frequently is also just a chance for you to reflect on them. Because again, when you're looking at them, you're thinking about how have I progressed on this goal? What else do I need to do? How much progress have I made? Always, always make time to look at your goals, reflect on them. And that's it. Just constantly reminding yourself of them. I know some people may have vision boards to have that visual representation of it to remind them. Some of us may have a piece of paper 
with our goals written on them in a notebook or something like that. Just spend some time to review your goals and think about them. So I think this one's number five. And number five is be flexible. The more you work on a goal, the more you're going to learn more about it. And you will more than likely adjust said goal. Changing your goal is not a sign of failure. Changing your goal is a sign of growth and reflection. So our last point, we talked about reflecting on your goal. When you reflect on your goal, change is going to happen because you're learning more as you go, right? You've only planned one to two steps, so you're flexible enough to change it. So an example of this is let's say that your goal is to really, really focus on your Instagram, right? You want to pump Instagram content out your focus specifically on Instagram strategies. But let's say you also happen to post these videos on YouTube shorts because they can go there, right? You post them there and it just so happens you're having more success on YouTube shorts than Instagram. Which one are you then going to focus on? Are you going to keep trying to focus on Instagram when YouTube shorts is already showing you the success that you want it? Be flexible and adjust your plan. So maybe now it's time for you to focus on growing on YouTube. As you're pursuing your goals and you see that something other than what you originally planned for is working for you, don't fight against it. Just go with the flow. Number six is going to shock you, but do not talk about your goals with anyone. Of course, you can talk to a few people, right? So I have the baddie circle where we've shared some of our goals with each other. And that's okay. I think because we're all in the same headspace of wanting to grow, wanting to progress, wanting to support one another. So us sharing our goals with one another, I think is completely fine. However, I do want to just say this. You should not get on any public platform and say, here are all of my goals. If you notice, I haven't shared all of my goals with you all. You all are great, but I don't believe in just plastering my goals out there. And for a few reasons, right? You're opening yourself up for unsolicited opinions, whether they're positive or negative. They will have effects on you and how you move forward after sharing those goals with people. Hearing positive praise, right, is going to place pressure on yourself because now they place some unintentional expectations on you and therefore you've placed these expectations on yourself. If you listen to the previous points that I made, we are kind of taking it step by step. We're reflecting, we're moving at the beat of our own drum. But now you've shared it with someone and they're like, oh, maybe you can do this. And it's not bad to hear others' advice on it, but sometimes you just don't need that. You just need to learn on your own and kind of process the lessons on your own. On the other hand, if that person has something negative to say about your goal, or maybe they have a pessimistic perception of it, and more than likely, this is due to their own internal battles. It probably has nothing to do with you. But this may cast doubt on you, and you may be more hesitant to pursue said goal because now this person's kind of like, hmm, you want to do what? You want to get, you want to hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube? Ugh, can you do that? So that right there is going to cause a decrease in your confidence. And we know what happens when you don't feel confident, you don't pursue your goals. Let's think about what was said in step one. Now, what I find the most interesting is the fact that there's actually a chemical reaction that happens when you share your goal with someone. So when you talk about a goal, your body reacts the same exact way as it would as if you achieved that goal. So the chemical reactions are the exact same. So the more you talk about it, 
the more you feel like you've achieved it and the less likely you are to work towards it anymore. This means that when you keep talking about your goals with other people, right? Let's say they're like, wow, that's so amazing. I can't believe you're doing that. Oh my gosh, you're my hero. Your body's going to release some dopamine, right? Your body's like, oh yeah, people love this. So, ooh. Therefore, your body's kind of like, we've already done it. We've already gotten the appreciation for it. We've already gotten the praise for it. We don't need to do it. Think about the magnitude social media has on that point, right? Let's say you post your goals on social media. I want to lose 10 pounds in January. Oh, yeah, go girl, you're going to do it. Oh, yeah, let me join you, right? You're getting dopamine hits from the likes, the comments, the shares, right? Your body already feels like you've done it. You getting that dopamine release is going to cause you to make zero progress on your goals. Ultimately, your motivation is going to disappear because you've had this premature feeling that you've already achieved your goal. I can speak to this because this happened to me last year. So last year, I made a TikTok about all of the goals I wanted to achieve for a certain month, right? And it was a trend going around. It was like, this month, I want to do this. So I was like, let me hop on the trend. Let me make this video, right? And it was, I forgot what month it was. Put up the little TikTok with all of the goals I wanted to do. Got comments like share, saves. Wow, that's so amazing. I didn't do any of it. I did not achieve any. I don't even remember working towards the goals. Now, it could have been me just doing it just because it was a trend, but I doubt I would do that. But me putting it out there that I was going to do it really stopped me from doing it. Every goal that I've ever wanted to pursue and I kept quiet are the goals that I've achieved. Buying a house was something I talked about with no one. I moved in complete silence. People had no idea. I only talked to one person about me buying a house, and that was because she had purchased a house. It was my best friend at the time. She had purchased a house. So I was curious about the process, and talking through all of those steps with her was very helpful. Other than that, no one else in my life knew I was getting ready to buy a house, and I like it that way. I prefer to keep my goals to myself because I don't want that that pressure I don't want people asking me questions about it. I don't want people casting doubt on it. I want to just keep this, this thing sacred to myself and progress towards it. The last thing you need to do to achieve your goals in 2024 is to actually do them. You actually need to do them. You actually need to stop watching videos on how to get it done. What should I do? How to create a plan? Just do it. Even if you don't have a plan, even if you don't have the, the one to two next steps, it's okay. Just start it and the, the momentum of you starting is going to propel you to keep moving. I have no idea how I'm going to get better at tennis because I don't want to hire anyone to teach me. So literally, I am going to have to be self-taught and I have no tennis players in my life. Absolutely, I do have one tennis player, but they can't teach me. So just do it. Literally, when you think about the Nike slogan, just do it. The most important word is just. Not do, not it. It's just because it's saying remove the hesitancy, go do the thing, get it done. So I'm going to leave you with that for this video. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to leave a like, leave a comment. Let me know which strategy stands out to you. Which strategy are you going to implement? And I will see you all in the next one. Bye.